0: Nice. Alwal, what about you?
1: Uh, As for me, mine is not so big. I'm a student at Stafford Stafford International University College, uh, Department of Mass Communication and Journalism. Currently, I am uh, with Juba Echo, where I'm doing my internship program. And mainly there uh, during the 16 days of activism and other days, I usually speak on uh, gender, especially gender-based violences. And early child marriages and then plus some kind of um, cultures that have, you know, that are within and that are affecting especially the girl child.
0: Very nice. You said it's not so big, but I think that's pretty big and very commendable. You're involved in quite a few things and, and I think that's big. Yeah, so good on you. Let me start with the controversial uh, term feminism itself yeah so I think when um I saw the name of the show which is young feminists emerge I want to see from your I want to hear from your view why you think you are young feminists what makes you young feminists yeah Rayla you can go first
2: all right uh, according to my opinion being a young feminist have I uh, like I've just gone through a training on feminism on how I've, uh, I've developed. To be a feminist is just that uh, I've known to know my rights and uh, what and how I should prioritize myself as a woman and a young lady. So I feel like I'm I'm still growing. Like
0: you're I'm still young, learning what that yeah, is still, and what that means. Yeah,
2: I'm still learning. Yeah, so I've not reached to that extent that I'm now fully a
1: feminist.
0: Okay, so it and, makes me a young feminist. All right. What about you, lot?
1: Uh, As for for me, uh, it's a little bit difficult because uh, we just went through a training together with Ryla. Mm -hmm. And uh, according to what I learned about feminism is that, uh, you know, like how much you value yourself. Yeah, because there are certain things that culture has, you know, constructed or there are certain things that culturally are instilled in you as a woman. But it depends if you try like to move away from them. I'm pretty sure you're already a feminist by doing that.
0: I, I love that you said that. I'm a feminist, right? And um I think anyone that wants equal that wants equal rights for women, equal opportunity for women, I think they're a feminist too. It's just I'm not sure why the term is very controversial, right? Or we don't understand Sometimes it's because people don't really understand what you're trying to do, trying to say, and maybe because some of us feminists are very opinionated and do not take um lightly to, you know, to our rights. Yeah, so true. let me ask you uh less about the term and more about the work. You said you you're learning, you've learned a few things um during the training. I want to know what have you learned about women's rights in general and what do you think in south sudan in south sudan what kind of rights do you think you still do not have as a young woman and you want to fight for
2: um let, let, let me let me start with me because you know on my side uh, i'm just trying to start off and kick off and maybe i've already started yet, late so uh when I go out there and uh, try to do my, let me say, my passion and uh, try to become independent, you know, we have relatives and families that really don't want you to be that. Like, why would a girl child move and do this stuff by her own? Like, you're not a male child, those type things, yeah. And I have a right as a young lady to do what, like, I love and to do what I know that I'm good at. So, I see... I want you
0: to be a bit more specific. What do you mean... Um, what you want to do? What is it
2: it's like that my, you're finding
0: resistance?
2: It's like something my right, like my passion, my talents. Okay. So why would I be able to deny my talents and my passion and it's something that I'm good at and it's something that I know I can do best. So when they say that you won't do this, you're a girl child, you can't be able to do this. Like, I mean, I, like, I'm an artist and uh, when they be like, no, you can't go and start painting on the walls because you're a girl. Like, is that really right? And uh, like I can't do it. It's my you wife.
0: faced that kind of resistance. You can't paint.
1: Yeah, sure. Mm. Yeah.
0: What about you, Olwal? What's your experience?
1: Mine, I think, will just to start from the poster that came out. Mm-hmm. Actually, when that poster, I put it onto my walls.
0: Our own poster, yeah. young comments yeah, the, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: the way it was, so someone uh, in the comments was like, "Bring my eyeglasses." Me, <laughs> someone was like that. You know. Just and I asked why the person was like that. What feminist is something else, you know? So sometimes, uh being that is really not that easy in the country. First of all, with my own family, when I decided like to tell my family members that I'm going for this talk show, then people started saying all the kind of names they really wanted to. Mm-hmm. And uh, actually, I really go to the main question you asked. I think you were around. Um, what kind of uh, you know? issue like uh are, are people advocating for yet south Sudanese have not yet reached there mm-hmm. like the south Sudanese women actually mine would go on the education uh the education right is really really still very lace they say it is like about uh 62 percent have not yet gone to school who are girls you know people are out there just suffering and all this kind of stuff And uh, the other thing is the reproductive um, right, you know, most of the women today in this country are going through this, you know, you just, uh, you just winded a baby or uh, you want to go to school and someone says no, you're not going to, you have to give birth to kids. And these are things like I think young people like us should really come out and tell the society about.
2: Let me, let me also add. Uh, you see, uh, sometimes when I look at our country, like there are not so many women doing work. Right. It's only men. So why is it that, like, we are human beings, right? And we we also like we are part of the world and we're part of the society that everyone is in. So why don't we have the same rights? Why can't can't we be in offices? At least be recognized. Yeah.
0: Okay. I want to rephrase a part of your your statement. You said not not so many women work or women don't work Sure. all women are working women Man. are breaking their backs every day we are not recognized. but they don't get they don't get the same opportunities as men they're not given the same positions right. we are not um, as, much as, we, as many as we would like to be in executive offices but women are absolutely working and probably the most hard working people I know that, in the right. country right now so I just wanted to rephrase that um but yes absolutely right we we want equal opportunity and that does not mean you can pick uh anybody no but we have women who are qualified for different positions or all positions it doesn't mean pick anyone it means pick somebody that is right for the job but we we do have women okay. that are available right. so let me ask you let me go you said you're both in university right now can i just ask Um, at your time, at your age, being students right now, what are the most, what are are your challenges? What challenges do you face um, going to school, whether it's in school or at home, or you trying to pursue your major, you said uh, journalism, computer science, I think, right? So what kind of challenges do you face as a young woman?
2: Let me pass it to her.
0: (laughs) Okay, Alwal, go ahead.
1: Uh, As far for me, um, it's a little bit hard. Uh, Starting from when I was choosing my career. Actually, my father said, uh, you can do journalism. That was my dad. He was like, you can do it. And he was like, you should be going for courses like uh, business. You should be going for courses like economics. And I told him, this is what I want to do. And this is what I feel right about. We argued and stuff like that later on. He agreed what I wanted. Uh, the first kind of thing we face, not me as only, but also to other university girls out there, is that people are being termed names. As per now, you know, Stafford International University that we are in is called the Prostitution Center in South Sudan, in Juba, actually. When they just say that you are going to Stafford, they say, oh, you're going to do prostitution, that's City Mall. That's what people term it as it is because they believe these are spoiled girls from East Africa. These are spoiled girls who have come from over the world and they're studying this side. You know, so being called names is something we really do not like sometimes, but we're going through it either through at a family level or with friends. We're going through that. Most of the people actually were telling me, why didn't you go to Jamajuba? You know, like it's a university. It's a recognized university, you know. Mm -hmm. But then I I had my own reasons why I decided to go to Stafford. My father had his own reasons. Uh, The other thing I would like to say sometimes is uh, transport, transport fare, because, uh, you know, university is really funny a bit. You know, you have days that you have to go to the university, and some days you're not supposed to go. So with the crisis we have right now, with the inflation we have in the market, it's really an issue. Things are a bit difficult. Yeah, things are really difficult and the other main really reason we're going through is that our families are calling us names because you as a girl child reaching to the university and you're not married is something that people look at and they see you as a failure people don't see education as an investment so uh and you know days back they only believed that boys could only go to school no girls would go to school but in my family i would say almost we all girls have gone to the university. Expect I mean, just the few that are still behind us, they're still in secondary school. My dad decided to do that. He was like, I don't mind because he has something he's investing in us. But the rest of the family members, when you go back to the village, everyone is going to ask you, when are you married? So we're really going through a lot. That's all I can say for now.
0: All I can say is I am so sorry. Uh, I've never heard of this labeling of Stanford University um, students I've never heard of it before, and but I'm not surprised because that's our society. We like to label people, especially women. So um, I'm not surprised, and I'm sorry that you're going through that. What would you change?
1: As per for me, I think change. I mean, I, I mean, charity starts at home. Yeah, charity starts at home, and that's one thing I would say. And uh, like when we're home, um we can always try like to talk like me, probably with my brothers and uh some of my relatives. We always argue about this stuff, you know, especially about girl child education. Sometimes we'll be challenging them and we are like, we're all here at home, but who is bring food to the table? Because I have a sister of mine who is <laughs> she's working, and every time like she's bringing stuff home, you know. So sometimes we'll be challenging each other and we are like, who brings things home now? It's we girls, you see. So this is like an advantage of girl-child education. The other thing I would also say, it also starts from parents, uh, as if I'm not mistaken and if I'm not wrong, this is the 21st century and mm-hmm. technology and the world is moving at the first, first level. So the only thing I would say, and I think if I go back to where I'm working, I think I will always talk about this because girl-child education is always important. Very I would advocate important. for that. And also sometimes, okay. I would also tell my colleagues out there, sometimes it's not good to be arguing with people. Like, maybe someone says, "Alwal, you know what? Uh, why are you even studying? Why are your parents even wasting this thing on you? You don't need like to defend yourself sometimes, you know? Because that 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 is going to put your morale down and it's going to leave you discouraged. So, just let them be.
0: And Viola?
2: Uh, would I first go behind uh, the challenges I face as a has a girl uh in the university right now yes yes go ahead okay let me just mention this of marriage that she said earlier yeah you see when you reach university like you know in our country it's believed that uh when you reach like high school level you should stop going to school and get married or you find the right like the right guy to get married to and start a family but i think we should change this mentality of doing things as in we should only stop in senior four but uh, at least we have dreams we have to go ahead and do what we're supposed to do and uh, build ourselves let me add on also like uh we really face a lot of things like us you know here in south sudan like uh going to the university in the morning transport uh you know getting handouts lunch everything you know everything is just costly and uh we really don't have proper jobs that will make us stay and uh, support ourselves, and we feel like we are grown, and also our families feel that like we are grown. We can do things for ourselves. We are big girls and we are big boys, so it's it's really very hard to and challenging, like to go to other people and try to get support, you know. So it's really very challenging.
0: Okay. Yeah. What would you change?
2: Um. What I would let me change? let me put
0: it like this: You've yeah. done the training. Mm-hmm. with Mama Saket on Feminism. What was the training about? Tell us.
2: Okay, I think the training was uh, all about stepping out. Yeah, I've learned so much, like, stepping out of the, let me say, of the house. Meaning that uh, to step out, to know what you're supposed to do and to become independent and uh, to realize your rights as a young lady, uh, to look uh, for what to do, your passion and uh, you should stick to what you're doing, not to get distractions. Yeah, I've learned so much in uh, Mamarasa Kids Village, the training that we did on. I've really learned so many things. I, I've learned, uh, I do not even know my own grand-grandmom, but I got to know her like through that training. And uh, also, um, I learned that we women, we really, we are the world. And uh, without us, the world can't exist. So everything that we are really doing, it's for us, not for any other person. We... Uh, the world we are everyone we are even men because without men or without us like men could be there like so i think we both need ourselves okay
0: and what was the training like for you
1: um actually uh mamara Sakit village has done us a great job i remember the training was a five days training and in each and every day we had uh we had we we had different sessions i remember in the first session we had something like who are you you know this is where like we were asked what is the story behind your name tellings and you know i remembered very well that most of the colleagues people were stressed out like they were really asking themselves what what, what made my parents you know what made my parents to give me this name and on other days, we also learned through like, what kind of a journey you as a woman have you taken? Or like, since you were born, what have you gone through? And it was really very challenging, I can tell you. For myself, I remember in most of the activities, I was saying it was really challenging. And I remember very well, there was where we were given uh, self-question uh, reflections. And they were asking us, uh, if this was your day on earth, what would be, what would be your last meal? And sincerely, (laughs) looking at this, it was really crazy. I was like, okay, if this is my last day, I don't really know. I remember I I did not even feel in anything. And then I remember uh, the last day we had, we spoke on feminism, and actually we spoke a brief history on feminists, like how they came about. Then we also spoke on uh, the global issues around, you know, why feminists are advocating for this. And we also looked into our own country, and actually, uh, what I've learned uh, from the five days training is that we as women, there's a way the cultures or there's a way society has has put us, you know, has tried like to silence our kind of work. I remember uh, John Garang's speech uh, where he was saying women are the marginalized of the marginalized groups. You know, he was trying like to speak of uh, a lady gets up at five a.m. And it's the last person to sleep late, later yeah. on in the night. You know, going to <laughs> fetch water, doing this. But the society doesn't recognize the kind of work we do. You know, men be seated there and they're not doing anything. But you as a woman, you are even dying on, on what you're doing. And you guess the craziest thing? You're doing like five activities at the same time. And then someone is just there seated. You cannot say, please fetch water. Or someone finds you seated and is like, put water in my bucket and I'll take you to the bathroom. What is that? You know? So sometimes the society doesn't you know has put a lot of burden on we women but uh when when you look at these things these things are not natural they are socially constructed you know it's not like you being born as a woman you cannot change that you are a woman right but these things are socially constructed they can be changed and i think this is what feminism is about like these things can be changed you know if one time Man and woman, all the society sat down and constructed these activities. This would be for a man. This would be for a woman. The same society can go back again and construct the same things. That's exactly what I've learned.
0: Okay. That's great. I think the entire training, the purpose of it was to create awareness for you about yourself. Yeah. Because you can't really know what your purpose is, what your cause is, before getting to know yourself. Yeah. For you to understand what you're fighting for. What kind of rights you want to fight for? um, What kind of opportunities you think women do not have and should get? What kind of anything that you would like to fight for? Women or not, it has to start with self-awareness. That means you get to know yourself. Who are you really? What do you like? What don't you like? What is it that upsets you? What would you like to fight for what bothers you that was the purpose of the training because I don't think feminism is something uh, that can be pushed into you it's something that you just have and you just have to realize what it means for you that's why I said anyone in the world man or woman if you feel if something um, upsets you if you feel like uh, women do not have their full rights, Um, if you feel like you want to advocate for for education of young girls, if you feel like you want to advocate for um, equity, right? Um, You're a feminist, right? You just have to define it for yourself what that means, right? So that was the purpose of the training. And what I'm trying to do here is trying to understand what you got out of it or what you understood from it. So I want to ask you this. Usually there's a lot of resistance around feminism, a lot of sure, resistance sure. around the word feminism, right? What made you attracted to the term? What made you say, I want to know what that is and I want to do this training?
2: All right. Yeah. You know, uh, I do follow a lot of uh, feminists on Twitter. Yeah. And I've been seeing the collision between men and young ladies. Mm-hmm yeah I've seen the hatred it's like when you're a feminist you're not mar- you're not like you don't want to get married and uh, you really that's don't... the perception that's that's out their there. perception yeah and the like when you're a feminist you you don't know your rights as a woman and as a young lady yeah I know my rights I know my duties it's like when you're a feminist you don't even know your duties you deny your duties as as a young lady or as a woman like that's how they per- like that's how they perceive all that wrongly which is not okay
0: okay and Alwal, what made you attracted to the term or you said i want to know what this is or i want to get to know it
1: for me the main reason i wanted to know more about is because i want to get more knowledge actually i've told most of my friends like uh okay when we discuss this everyone starts saying "Ha, this woman want equal rights with men so for me what really attracted me to was like to get more information so that when i get out to my friends who are saying that women want equal rights with men i tell them it's not what they want that was my main purpose okay. um let me add on it
2: yeah you see i really wanted to attend this training because i really wanted to know deeply what is feminism and what is it to be a feminist so that i also feel that because i'm a lady and i really want to know so that's that's why i had to make a step and go that that training One minute?
0: <laughs> yes go ahead go ahead you actually, keep giving each other ideas yeah go ahead
1: yeah actually the, the other reason was because uh the society around us is really very poor like i can really be honest because these issues are happening below our noses every day either with our neighbors either within our families either even with our friends people are calling people are dying people are going through difficult things and people are just quiet about it and also the other reason really main reason i really wanted this like i really felt so thankful to a girl because she's the one who called me it's because um feminists in this country are really facing a lot of things and honestly i would really be very glad if i could really join them and if i could really advocate for the same things they're advocating for because first of all they're called names sorts of names when you hear someone saying i'm a feminist they start your wizard, they start like these are home destroyers. They'll start like these are people who don't want to get married. They'll start saying names like I, I really don't know. I think you even know much more about it because it's really, really difficult. And for me, I wanted to be there because I want to know these challenges. And as a young person, my theme or my motto I always move with, I always accept challenges. You know, I always accept a challenge. So to challenge the society, you have to know more. So Had also to be part of my life or a part of my journey to attend the training
0: i absolutely agree with you that you have to know more right um one of uh my rules and one of my favorite things is um don't talk about it if you don't know what you're talking about right so the best advice you can get right now is quiet the noise yes there's resistance yes there's challenges yes there's labeling there's name calling And so on and so on. But right now, it's almost like I don't hear it. Because I'm very clear on what I'm fighting for. Once you get to know your why, the how does not matter anymore. Who's in your way does not matter anymore. You don't hear them. You're just moving. So I would advise you to focus less on what's outside of what you're trying to get to know. Right? Um, Yes, the resistance is there. It exists. Right. Every now and then you encounter it sometimes on a daily basis, probably on your timeline. You see it all the time, but um, put more time into getting resources, understanding what it is that you want to do. I also wouldn't advise that you. I don't want to advocate for the same things that they advocate for. Um, I used to also think like that, but now it's more so or what I feel I need to do is what I'm going to do. And what I feel is of purpose to me is what I'm going to do. If we're fighting for the same thing, then great. Let's join hands and move forward. If not, then I'll support you and you support me. You get what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah. you have to find out what it is that you yourself want to do, right? I think you can, your own feminism, right? Be your own, feminist any kind of thing it's best not to follow somebody else's belief find your own um now i want to ask about a trending topic right i want to see what's a young people what's a young women's view on this one of the most trending topics in the past two days is the Ruang administrative area reducing the bright price to 10 cows i'm not sure how many it was before i think just before it was whatever the the family requests then that's what you have to pay but now they've limited it to they've brought it down to 10 cows right what what's your view on that what do you think about that and do you think other areas in south sudan need to follow in that direction do you think it's a good thing do you think it's a bad thing how do you feel about it
2: all right for my kids i think it's something good because you know uh like it's real not good for us to be bored with a lot of 100 cows and then when you do a mistake in your house you'll be like you know you're brought with this kind of cows. so don't like you just have to abide by what the cows maybe the number of cows or the wealth so i think it's something that it's it, like an advantage to us girls because uh like men won't brag so much that you know you came with a lot of cows, you know, I bought you with a lot of cows, and you came in this house with this kind of wealth, so you have to abide by everything that he says or though it's wrong so I think it's something good we We also have a lot of uh, ladies that maybe are not married, and families are not the same. The classes of families in Southland aren't the same, so we get to like this is an advantage for those who really
0: can't afford Yeah, can't once. afford mm.
2: so i think i agree with this it's
1: good
0: okay what about you lwal what do you think about this
1: <laughs> actually when i when i read when i read this news i was a little bit confused and that's why i'm going to take two sides
0: okay tell yeah, tell, tell I'm going me to, I'm going tell to take me the
1: good side and the bad side at okay the same time, yes First of all, for me, I would say it's good. Why? Because um, of what she just said. Men feel so entitled to us, especially we girls from Lake States, uh, girls from Bor. I think these are the most expensive girls as per now in South Sudan. I think you'd remember very well the case of Nyalum who was uh, married with 500 cows, 500 cows. some I kind of AIDS, you know, this kind of stuff. So, uh, for me, I would say, um, it's good because um, I mean it's bad because um, you know, you will not have you will have no say in the family when meetings are called or when your husband tries to say something or you try to tell him something, you're trying to advise him or something, and he will just say, Oh, shut up, what do you know? Just go in the kitchen, my friend, or I married you because I wanted you to cook for me, wash for me, and give birth my children above all. That's your work in this house. There's nothing more. And uh, the other thing why it is really bad is because um, you see days back, uh, I mean, days back of the cultures, I mean, not, not days back of the cultures, uh, in today's century, 21st century,
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, the kind of life we're living, I mean, the, the kind of marriages we are living in are so com- commercialized, like there's a lot of things that are paid for. Imagine you paying for dowry, 500 cows, hmm? That mm-hmm. is just the traditional life. You're just paying that cow, right? Yeah, yeah. And during that time, you're going to pay. Uh, you know, you you have to slaughter something for your in-laws. You know, I hear even in bore in bore, in bore people. You know, you have like before like before like the guy comes to uh, to pay dowry. You have to go through a process, a series of girls, a series right. of women, a series of men, in order now for you just to be accepted. Imagine that all that you have wasted would have brought you another wife. You know so most of the marriages today are really framed too expensive and uh, the poor people like those without really end up like dying without even getting a wife and yet according to the south sudan constitution in the bill of rights that's article 16 that's where it talks that everyone is entitled to have a family so why make marriages very expensive you know and if you do remember very well last year around november or december the governor of Lex State decided like burn down some uh, traditional cultures like the Yao Yao, like Garbage. This is the kind of thing that people do after paying dowry. Then I, like you have to pay extra to the to the mother-in-law, you know? Like you have to pay this extra kind of thing. So reducing this, this amount of cows from whatever it was to 10 cows is really reasonable because everyone in the society will have a right to the family, you know. And uh, the other thing I would say that um, <clears throat> it's really, really good that um, it's really good that they have reduced the cows to 10. Is because if you do remember in the traditional days of our forefathers, people were not even married at the age of 14. People grow 20, 22, then you get married. And by that time, dowry was only given like in form of appreciation. Like, I'm thanking you for having brought up my wife, you know, for having instilled these values into them. So, reducing it to 10 cows, we have gone back to the traditional ways, to the better ways of our forefathers, you know. And the other thing I would say, me as a loyal, is that reducing cows to 10 is very good. Why? Because of the community violence. When you look at this community inter-fights we are having today, why are people fighting? It's because of cows. Like, this community stole my cows, you know? I never
0: thought about it like that. mm
1: -hmm. Like you see, people are killing themselves because of cows. Yeah, these people raided my cows, and yeah, these people did this. So, reducing cows to 10 cows would be very good because it would bring about you know the gap, this gap thing like it would bridge that gap between the rich and the poor. No one will have more and it will over reduce them. the yeah. value of
0: cows. Yeah. It's- yeah, so I've me never I never thought about it like yeah, that. Yeah,
1: so for me it, it's really good because reducing it to that amount is going to reduce these community fights we are having. And I, I and I'm really, really happy. And I think for myself, other states like Lex State, like Jongole, should do the same. Follow suit. Yes, should follow. Like when governor Rin Twain Mabir went to Lex State and brought peace, everyone else thought of following the same route he took, right? So I think what the guy, what the administration of Ruin did, other administrations too should follow it. And the other thing too I would say is that we women are, you know, it's like slavery. It's like slave trade. And when you go to our constitution of South Sudan, that's where it says that slave trade is a crime. Selling someone is a crime. You expect me me always have gone to school, and then you are like, you, 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 you're going to pay some kind of amount, and then you're just going to put me at home. What was all these years I was doing in school for? It's not for me just to go and sit at home. So reducing this amount of money, I mean this amount of cows, it's really going to make everything smooth in the house because no one is going to brag. I bought you with this amount of money. Or you know, in the community, someone starts moving like it's Jesus Christ in the community. No, because everyone is equal. The other thing too, I'm going to say is that sorry,
0: Alwal. I'm so sorry to cut you off for so those following us online. I can see your car. Hi, Clement. Um, seniors Hub, hi, how are you doing? And John and Abdel Samad, hello. And I want to ask everyone else that is watching, what do you think about the reduction of um, bride price to 10 cows in Rweng administrative area? Is that a good thing? Is it a bad thing? Or what are your thoughts around this? Put it down in the comments below and I'll come back to it at the end of the show, although we have only about uh, 10 minutes, 15 minutes um to go i would love to hear your thoughts um yes so Alual, before you i know you have a lot to just say you have a just, lot just to more. say one more but i do want you to just think about it this way i've always felt like uh bright price is not necessary right just let it go completely not even one cow the no one The no one. one we thought they wouldn't even bring it down to 10, but now we're here. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah, there's sure. there's change with time. But um, I've always been of, of the opinion, we don't need it at all. Why? Because I feel like it puts uh, value on women, right? It puts um, uh, a materialistic value on women. You can buy her. Like what you kept saying, oh, I bought you for this, amount. I bought you for this number of cows. Do you know how much I have to spend? That's what Bright Price made the society feel about women, that it's almost like a product, like we are a product. This is your value. Take away that and then everyone is on equal ground. True, yeah. Either that, or if you're going to give my family an appreci- a token of appreciation, what you were talking about, um then i want to give your family a token of appreciation as well so that we're on level ground then there's no such thing as do you know how much i spent on you well do you know how much i spent on you too okay you get what i'm saying i'm I'm, i've always been of that opinion what do you think can i can, can i can i answer that no, yes, what? go ahead. Go ahead. All go right. Ahead I
2: think we should be equalized as cows, because you know you won't brag around like you know I was married five hundred cows, a hundred cows, ten cows, uh, fifty cows. I want us to all be equal. See, to it will bring equality, and we won't have this kind of side things. I want us to be equal when we're getting
0: married. What does that mean?
2: Um, I, have, I want
0: us to be equal. What does that mean?
2: It's like uh, gender equality. It's like. like Fairly, fair. like yeah, how fair. do we?
0: What I'm saying is, how do we achieve that? How do we get there?
1: I'm not real quite sure.
0: Okay, that that's fine. That's okay. You'll figure <laughs> it out with time. Go ahead. I'm right. Sure.
1: You know what? <laughs> you cut me out on my one point. That is okay. Tell
0: me the one point. <laughs>
1: the one point I was trying to say is that on the other, on the other, on the other hand, on on the wrong hand about it reducing the bright price. Hmm. <laughs> is that our parents have so much so much done a lot for us you know like really a lot taking you from necessary school to primary school to secondary school to university level and at the end of the day what you expect from someone who would come is to pay 10 cows for you as bright price something really crazy for me i would say there should have been some kind of level like there are those that haven't gone to school hmm? okay Their price should be different. That is, to me, that's my own idea.
0: Don't you think that makes, that makes, um, there's some sort of division there or you're actually putting value. You're not even just that. It's, it's really, you're putting a specific value. Like you didn't go to school, so you're not worthy enough. So then you don't get this amount. (laughs) Do you get what I'm saying? Yes. So that's what it creates. Mm -hmm. Right. And to me, I just feel like whether you went to school, you're educated or not educated, you are a value. You are worthy, Yeah. yeah. right? Regardless of what, you, or what, you what you've do. done with your life or not, you are very valued because let, let's be honest. What really is, education is great. It's really great and it's very necessary and important, but it doesn't make the less educated of any less value. You get what I'm saying? It doesn't yeah. even make them less smart. That's not true. We have parents, I'm, I'm going to say all of our mothers, most of them did not go to school, but these are some of the smartest women that we have ever know. known.
1: You, you know why I was saying that? It's because, uh, you see, if you look into our Dinka tradition today, uh, when people come back uh, from where they have gone, you know, to have green f- pastures and come back into the country, all those who are within Juba here and they have worked You know, there's a way they make we who have gone to school really less than, you know, they only use these girls in city like for enjoyment, just like for time being. And they get back into villages, you know? What is that meaning like to the society? Like the kind of society we're living in today?
0: I understand what you're saying and that exists, but it doesn't really reflect on you. It more so reflects on them, right? This is more of uh, their opinion means um, I am of less value or they are of more value. That's not that's not true. It doesn't really reflect on you. This one is not on you at all. It's on them, right? So I don't want you to think about it in a manner of, they're doing that because there's some sort of a difference between me and these, this other young woman who comes from the village or what's a, no there's nothing wrong with her there's nothing wrong with you there's something wrong with that person right so um i feel like this conversation is going to go to different different places the good thing the good news is that um next week we're going to have part two of this conversation and we're going to be joined by some of my favorite feminists in south sudan so this conversation is going to come bigger Right. So um, what we're going to do today is I want you to go back and actually think about what we've talked about here today. I know there was difference of opinion. There was um, different perspectives to, diff- to like the ruin um, case. You have different perspective. But the the most amazing thing about this is that we're talking about it. And now you can go back and reflect on, oh, this person made me think about it a little bit like this. Next week, we'll discuss more and more. What are your last words today? What would be your last words for the good people? Let me pass on. <laughs> I think I want to be
2: the last. Let her do
0: it. Go ahead, Anwar. Um,
1: All right. I I would really appreciate. I would really appreciate first of all, Mama Sakit for actually making me aware of the kind of society I'm living in the kind of um <clears throat> the kind of stuff that are really kind of issues that are really going on around and we women are really silent about it because we believe that these things are normal you know like they're normal to happen and uh second of it i would really thank advanced youth radio and gender talk 211 for hosting us today and you if i really appreciate you for the time and for the questions you've asked us Really, the last thing I would ask uh, the followers on Gender Talk 211 and those at Youth, I mean at Advanced Youth Radio, is that as you're listening to us, you know, change doesn't start from anywhere. Change starts within you. And something you need to know is that for you to move or to make that change is for you to love yourself because we as women or we as young girls, there's a way to say society has put it in us that we do not love ourselves like you know you put the views of others first but today if you're listening to me alwal maria today please i want you like you know to put yourself first think about yourself what purpose do you have you know love yourself you know and loving yourself doesn't come from far it starts from taking care of yourself thank you so much
0: thank you alwal and All right, it
2: all goes to Mamara Marasakit village team. I'm real so grateful for the training of uh, five days. I'm also happy to be hosted here. Like it's my first time. So I'm also saying thank you for the viewers, for the followers and thanks for the live video. Well, uh, I know you guys are watching out there and uh, I know a lot of you uh, don't agree with feminism and stuff, but you know, it's not something bad. It's all about equality we're all equal and what we need to know is is to change ourselves to change our society to make our country better you know to be like other countries that we know that are great in the world so there's nothing that we are creating here it's all about love and it's all about change so thank you so much for watching us live and thanks to you eva thanks to everyone out there yeah.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much, um, Raila. I'm not sure next week if, if it will be uh, you and our and Alwal coming back to the show for the part two of um, Young Feminists Emerge. But I hope one of you at least will be here so we can follow up with the conversation that um, we've already started today. But you're, you've done so well, yeah? And the one thing I would just tell you is that uh, it's okay that you don't have it figured out right it's really okay that you don't have all of the answers it's okay that you don't know it's okay that you don't understand um the best thing about you is that you're trying to figure it out even at at my age I don't know it all I have not figured it out I'm also still trying to figure it out so um it's okay and don't put pressure on you and try and quiet a lot of a lot of noise don't let it Bother you or distract you. I'm really hoping that you come back next week, but that's not up to me. We will find out next week who will be back on the show. I'm hoping for one of you at least. Um, and you out there that is watching us, I don't know what your thoughts are, but please put down in the comments what you think about the bright price being reduced to 10 cows in growing administrative area. And if it should be uh if other areas should follow suit and do the same thing or if you're from if you're of my opinion and that right price should be bullish completely and everyone should be on a level ground right if it's an appreciation a token of appreciation then the man can give it and the woman can give it as well so that we remain on equal ground right i don't know what do you what do you think put your comments put your um opinion down in the comments below and next week i'm going to come back to this show and actually read out some of your comments. For now, I want to say thank you for being here with us and thank you Alwal and Raila. It's really been a great show. I really loved this show. Great conversation. Um, And thank you to you out there that is listening to us and I want to say to you drive safe and good night. This is Gender Talk 211. My name is Eva Lopa, and I will see you next
2: o no, líneas.